Okay, so we're going to pick it up on Daf Gimel Amid Aleph. We are six lines into the page. The Gemara says, just to, um, it, it's repeating really what we had in yesterday's Daf, that if someone says, Amar Hareini Kizeh, the Mishnah said, if someone says, I'm like this, then it's a Nazir. So, so the Gemara said before, the explanation was when he said, Aha Anna, that I'm going to be beautiful, it's referring to someone who's grabbing his hair. So he's saying, I'm beautiful by having long hair, that's a Nazir. So the Gemara says, Nahi Nami Detafas Besairoi, Hareini Now, even if he's holding his hair by saying Harini Kazet, it's nothing. So when he says, I'm like this, what is he referring to? So we had this yesterday, so he repeats it. The cases where Nazar is walking in front of him. So that's the case where it's considered uh, he's saying, I, I want to be like this, I'm going to be like that Nazar that's walking in front of me. Okay. The Mishnah then listed certain Lashainas that are valid, uh, certain Kinuyim. Hareini misalsal, if someone says I'm misalsal, and mekalkel, and all these things. So the basic theme is that all of these are references to having hair. And therefore it's considered a valid form of naziris. Now why, how is misalsal hair? How do I know the word silsal is referring to curling hair? Silsal means to curl hair, like curling a pace. How do I know this? The word silsal means to curl hair. Because a maidservant said to uh, a Rebbe, said to a certain person who was curling his payas, why, why are you constantly curling your hair? So you see the word misalsal means to curl hair. So because he says, that's referring to a nazir. So the Gemara says, how do I know that misalsal is referring to hair? Ema Torah. We find the word misalsal by Torah as well. You should explore Tyra and it'll uplift you. So the word silsil can mean hair, it could also mean Tyra. So how do you know that Harinim Salsal means that I'm gonna become a Nazir? Maybe it's referring to Tyra. So Amr Shmuel, Hakanami Shitavis Besaira. Shmuel says this is also talking about a case where he was holding his hair. So he says Harinim Salsal and he's holding his hair, so he obviously means he's referencing hair, so therefore it's a reference to Naziris. The next one was Harin Mekalkal. He says if I'm Mekalkal, that's a Nazir. Now how do you know where the word how do I know the word kilkel is referring to hair? I don't know the word kilkel is reference to hair. Because the Mishnah says, when you know when it comes to Shabbos, when it comes to carrying, how much do you have to carry to be Mechal Shabbos on a biblical level? So each item is different. Every item has a certain amount that makes it chashiv. So the Mishnah said, Sid, how much um, lime? They would use lime to, it was like a, a waxing. They would wax their hair with lime. So how much lime do you have to take out on Shabbos to desecrate Shabbos? Review the Oymerk, they lost it kilkel. Enough lime to remove kilkel. Kilkel was the hair um, by the, uh, it's basically like by the uh, arches above the ear. So right above the ear, a little bit outside of the pace. So if you take enough um, lime to wax that area, that's Michal Shabbos. But you see the Lushan of how they're describing um, lime to wax hair, Lossud Kilkol. So you see where Kilkol, Vamarav, Rav says Bas Sida. It's talking about the hair of the temples. So you see the word Kilkol is a reference to hair. Uh, the Gemara says, wait a minute, Ema How do I know that Kilkol is referring to hair? Isn't Michal Kalchaim Meches and Michal means to support those that are poor? Yosef sustained his brothers and his father. So Michal could also mean giving food. So how do you know Kilkol is referring to hair? Shmuel again reiterated, we're also talking about a case where the guy is grasping his hair. Okay. 
The next one in the Mishnah was that if someone says, Now, Pera is referring to hair. L'shaleach means to grow, to send. So if I'm going to grow my hair, that's a reference to Nazir's. How do I know the word Shiluach, right? Shiluach, Pera means to grow hair. How do I know the word Shiluach means grow? The Pasuk says, in Shira Shirim, your growth of your hair is like an orchard of pomegranates. So you see the word shiluach means to grow. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. We find the word shiluach not re- meaning grow, but the opposite, removal. How do I know that the word shiluach means to grow? Maybe it means to remove. The Pasuk says in Iyuv, he sends water upon the fields. So you see that that means to send the water out. So you see that Mishaleach can mean grow, but it could also mean to remove. So, and if it means remove, then it's obviously the opposite of Nazir. It means I'm going to remove my hair. I'm not going to become a Nazir. So the Gemara says, Tana, Pera, Pera, Yolof. So how do I know the word Shiluach in this case, when it comes to hair, is a Shiluach Pera? If he says I'm going to be Shiluach Pera, means I'm going to grow my hair. How do I know it means grow and not cut off? Tana, Pera, Pera, Yolof. We have Exerishava. It says the word Pera by... Um, by Nazir, and it says the word para by the hair of a Kayan. It says regarding the Nazir, his hair shall be holy, he's not gonna he's gonna grow it. and Gabi and it says by the Kayan, He's not gonna grow out his hair. So you see means to not let it grow. Means Shalech means to grow. So Leishalech means don't let it grow. So you see the word para in both places, and Shalech is reference to growing. So you see Meshalech means to grow hair. Ibaisema, another source that we said before that shalech means to grow. But wait a minute, we also said there's a pasuk in Eiv that said that he sends water upon the fields, which we thought means to remove the waters. The Gemara says no. Even over there in that pasuk in Eiv, shalech always means to grow. When it says he sends the water on the fields, it doesn't mean he removes the water. It's He's going to send water to the field and it's going to cause it to grow. So when it says he's going to send water, it doesn't mean to remove the water. It means he's going to send the water and the trees are going to grow. So you see the word shaleach means to grow in all circumstances. Okay. The next part of the Mishnah was if a person says, I'm going to, uh, uh, It's upon me to bring birds. It's a machlekes, whether that's a valid form of nazir. So what's the machlekes about? My time of Derish, but the Rameir, why does Rameir say he's a nazir? So Amr Lakish, Tziparin Smuchin Laseir Kibol Olaf. The explanation is like this. A form of nazir is, is if you say you're going to grow your hair out. Over here, when he says he's going to bring birds, it's actually not a reference to hair at all. But we find in a pasuk, this is a pasuk in, in Daniel, we find in the Pasuk the connection between birds and hair, that they're next to each other. So when he says, I'm going to bring birds, he really knows the Pasuk super well, and he means, I'm going to bring what's next to birds in the Pasuk, which is hair. So it's not a reference to a carbon, it's, it's just saying that when he says birds, he means what's next to it in the Pasuk, which is hair, which is a Chiddush, because the Pasuk says, My time, says, it's the, the the birds mentioned in the Pasuk is close to the hair, meaning that that um, if you look at look at Rashi, look at Rashi, Rashi explains Mitfis Inishmidi Samachle. Yeah. That you find in the Pasuk, let me read two more lines off, then I'll read Rashi. 
That when he says birds, he's really referencing to what's next to birds in the Pasuk, which is hair, and he's accepting to grow hair. As the Pasuk says, Till his hair has grown like the feathers of an eagle, and his nails are like the claws of a bird's. So you see in one Pasuk, the word hair is next to birds. So when he says birds, he really means hair. And Rameir feels that when a person says something, he really intends not only for that thing, but what's next to it in the Pasuk. Look at Rashi, the bottom Rashi. Again, as I said yesterday, Rashi is really the Rivon, which is his grandson. So when he says birds, he really means what's next to it in the Pasuk, which is hair. Now Rashi explains, as the Gemara is going to comment, you're going to say to yourself, so every time the guy says birds, he means hair, it's pretty strange. The answer is, it's talking about a case where he's holding on to his hair, or there's a Nazar walking in front of him. So you have him saying birds, which is next to a, next to hair, and there's a Nazar walking in front of him, or he's holding on to the hair, so you have the, the context, it seems to be that he's referencing a Nazar, and what he said uh, is next to a, the hair, so you put it together. That's our Meir Shita. Go to the next page. And the Rabbanon disagree. They say, no, a person, when he says something, he means what he says. He doesn't mean what's next to it. Okay. Fine. Now, Rav Yechonomer, so that's the Machlekes. According to the first opinion, was this Rishlokish, the Machlekes and the Rabbanon is when a person says something, does he mean what he said, or does he mean something that's found next to it in the Pasuk? Rav Yechonomer, no. Rav Yechonomer says, and again, as Rashi pointed out from later on in the Gemara, this is Dafka talking about a case, meaning even Rameir who says that when he says birds, he really means what's next to it in the Pasuk, this is talking about a case where there's a Nazir walking in front of him. Rav Yechon disagrees. He says, Even when there's someone walking in front of him, no good. We don't say that when someone says A, he means what's next to it in the Pasuk. That can't be. So what's the Pshad of Rameir when he says he's going to bring birds how is that a form of Kabbalah's Naziris? Again, according to Rishlakish, it's because when he says birds, he means what's next to it in the Pasuk. Rishlakish says, no. To Kuliyamalimatis. Nobody says when they say A, they don't mean what's next to A in the Pasuk. The reason why Rameir holds that you're chayiv to be a Nazir when you accept upon yourself birds. When he says birds, you know what he's referring to? He's referring to, we know that when a Nazir becomes Tameh, if a Nazir becomes Tameh, he has to bring bird karbanos. So when he says birds, he's referencing a bird carbon. So according to Reish Lakish, it's where a Nazir is walking in front of him and he means, when he says birds, he means what's next to birds in the Pasuk. Rabbi Yechon disagrees. Nobody means what's next to him in the Pasuk. Rather, again, as the Gemara is going to point out, it's still where a Nazir is walking in front of him. But when he says birds, he means, the, uh, uh, he's referencing the Tame carbon of a Nazir, which are birds. So the Gemara says, Michti, Chayshinakamra, wait a minute. So you tell me, according to Rabbi Yechon, when he says birds, he means the bird carbon of a Nazir. How do I know it's the bird carbon? Maybe it's just an optional carbon, right? You could bring an optional carbon of birds. Right? Maybe he was talking about an optional bird carbon. Yes, according to Rabbi Yechon, the main point, according to Rameir, is that when he says birds, he means a bird carbon. So he said it must be a Nazir bird carbon when he's Tameh. Which, by the way, is the reason why Rishlakish didn't like it is because not every Nazir brings birds, only only someone who's Tameh. But okay, but it's, at least it's something. So he's saying, how do you know it's a bird carbon of someone, a Nazir who's Tame? Maybe he's referencing that when he says, I'm going to bring birds, he just means Tame. He's makabal upon himself to bring an optional bird carbon. The Gemara says, Imkain harei like kain mi boile. 
The answer is if he was referencing an optional bird carbon, he would never say birds. He would say kan, which means a nest. That's how people would talk when they wanted to bring an optional carbon of birds. They would say a kan. So the Gemara says, okay, so it must be not an optional bird carbon. It must be obligatory, which is a tame nose. The Gemara says, But wait a minute. Maybe he's referencing the birds of a mitzayra. When someone has saras, he also has to bring bird carbon. And if you look at Taisus, the second Taisus, so Taisus explains, Taisus says like this. I'm sorry, I lost my place. So Taisus says, Mitzayra, Tzipari Mitzayra, Kamer Kloymer, Leschayiv, Lekarba Mitzayra. Perhaps he's just trying to obligate himself in the bird carbon of a Mitzayra. And even if there's no someone, no one who has Saras walking in front of him, Because there must be someone, meaning when he says, perhaps the Gemara is saying, when he said birds, he means Mitzayra, someone who has Saras. I, there's no Mitzayra here. Maybe he's saying, I'm going to make sure, I'm going to find the Mitzayra, and I'm going to supply him the birds. So how do you know that he's accepting Naziris? Perhaps he's just referencing the bird Mitzayra. And he's saying that I'll find the Mitzayra who's poor, and I'm going to pay for the birds. The answer is, nazir The answer is the cases where there's a Nazir walking in front of him. So you have Nazir, you have the birds, that's why it's enough. So the Gemara says, Dilma Nazir But wait a minute, maybe when he says he's going to bring birds, he's not actually saying he's going to be a Nazir. Rather, maybe the person walking in front of him is really Tame, who's a Nazir who's Tame, and he has to practically bring birds, and he's saying, I'm going to pay for it. I got the bill. The answer is, The cases where there's a Tahar Nazir walking in front of him. So because there's a Tahar Nazir walking in front of him, so there, it's a, and he doesn't have to bring birds. So when he says birds, it must be referencing the carbon of an tummy nazir, and he's saying, "I want to be, I want to be a nazir." Okay. So we said before that if a person says birds, according to Rameir, it's a valid form of naziris. You had Rish Lakish who said that there's a Nazir walking in front of him, and when he says birds, he means what's next to it in the Pasuk. And if Yechanan says, no, it's not what's next to it in the Pasuk, but I agree it's a Nazir walking in front of him, and it's referencing the Tame bird carbon of a Nazir. So the question is like this. According to Rabbi Yechanan and they both say it's talking about a case where there's a Nazir walking in front of him. So you get the context of what he means. The whole Machlaikis is, what is he referencing by birds? Is it that it's what's next to it in the Pasuk, or is it, uh, referencing the carbon. But who cares? If they both agree that you say the word birds and there's another walking in front of him, that he's another, who cares what the reason is? What's that practical halachic nafkamina between the Rechon and Shlagish? My benayu. So, the answer is, the cases where a person says, I am bringing an obligation of birds that are mentioned close to hair in the Pasuk. So he clarifies that when I say birds, I don't mean the carbon. I mean what's next to birds in the pasuk, and uh, I mean birds which are next to hair. So he speaks it out. Lirav Yochanan, according to Rav Yochanan, that nobody actually references what's next to it in the pasuk. According to Rav Yochanan, even if he said this and he explicitly said this, he still has to have a nazar walking in front of him. But Lirish Lakish, meaning like this, according to Rav Lakish, Lakish. The main thing when you say birds is you mean what's next to it in the Pasuk. Now, you need a Nazir to be walking in front of him just for us to be confident. But if you actually verbalize, I mean what's next to it in the Pasuk, you don't have to have a Nazir walking in front of him. So according to Rish Lagish, if you say, I am a Kabbal upon myself, birds that are next to hair in the Pasuk, then you don't even need a Nazir to be walking in front of him and it's valid. But according to Rav Yechanan, um, even if a person says this, you still have to have a Nazir walking in front of him. Because according to Rav Yechanan, 
it, it, the, the significant element is not that the birds are next to the Nazir in the Pasuk, the birds are next to the hair in the Pasuk. The significant element is the fact that birds is a reference to the carbon. So you need a Nazir Tami to be walking in front of him. Yeah. Meaning like this, according to Rav Yechanan, the main, according to Rishlakish, the main point is that the main thing that's Mechai of you is the fact that the hair is referenced next to, the birds is next to reference, is referenced next to hair in the Pasuk. Now, you need another walking in front of him to clarify. In this case, when he clarifies, you don't need another walking in front of him. According to Rav Yechanan, that's not enough. That's not enough. And even if he says it, it's still not enough. Rather, what makes it work is the fact that the birds is a reference to a Nazir's carbon, and therefore you need a Nazir in front of you to make it valid. Yeah, meaning, I, I just wanted to clarify this one more point. According to Rish Lakish, by saying the word birds, if, because birds are close to hair in the Pasuk, that's enough of a declaration. Now the issue is, we don't, we're not 100% sure that's what you meant, but if a Nazir is walking in front of you, then it's enough. According to Rabbi Yechanan, the, the fact that their reference in the Pasuk is not enough, that's not a form of a declaration. The only way for it to be a declaration is if you're referencing the bird carbon. For that, you need a Nazir to be walking in front of. So the, case, the Nafkamina is, a person said, I am referencing hair, but I'm referencing hair that's next to the birds. According to Rish Lakish, then you don't need a Nazir, a nazir even if there's no Nazir walking in front of him, because he clarified, according to Rish you still need a Nazir to be walking in front of you. So the Gemara says like this. So the Machlaika is, according to Rav Yechanan, when someone says a Lashon, and he's referencing something else that's next to it in the Pasuk that's not a form of a Kabbalah, that's not a valid form of a nether. The Gemara says, that's according to Rav Yechonot. The Gemara says, Is that true? Tanya, the Braisa says, If someone says, My right hand, that's a form of making an oath. Now, the question is like this. Let me an example says, Right hand that I won't eat this. That's a form of a nazir. Now the question is, why is right hand a form of a nazir? La mishum dechsev is it not because there's a pasuk? There's a pasuk in Daniel that says, "V'yorem yemino yusmoil al shemayim v'yish b'chayol." He lift up his right and left hand, and he swore. So you see, in the same pasuk, it says right next to oaths. So you see that by saying right hand, that means that I'm referencing something that's next to it in the pasuk, which is an oath. So you see, it is a good form of a declaration. So how could Rishul Yechonon say that saying something in the pasuk, which is which is we say that that's not a good declaration. It, meaning, if I say A in the Pasuk, it's not enough that it's fact that it's next to B, that's not a form of a declaration. But isn't that why if I say right hand, it's a valid form of a Shavua? Because in the Pasuk, you have right hand next to next to the word Shavua. So you see that by saying A, which is right hand, it's enough because it's next to B, which is a Shavua. So the Gemara says, like, no. The reason why right hand is a good a form of an oath is not because it's next to the word shvuah. The word right hand is a euphemism for shvuah. The right hand is itself a keyword, a nickname for shvuah. It's not because it's next to it. It itself is a form of shvuah because that itself is a reference to oaths. The Tanya is the says, How do I know that saying somewhat, saying the right hand is an oath? As the Apostle says, Hashem is sworn by his right hand. So you see Hashem's right hand is a reference to oath. So it's not that it's next to it in the Pasuk. It's a nickname for oaths. How do I know that saying the left hand is an oath? Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, that Hashem shows his strength with his left hand. See, the point is, we thought that the word right hand is a good form of a shua because it's referencing something that's next to it. The answer is no, it itself is a lashon of a shua. Okay, let's go to the next mission. The mission says, 
min and we know that a nazir has many halachas. He's not allowed to drink wine. He's not allowed to eat grape seeds. He's not allowed to eat grape skins. He's not allowed to go to get a haircut. He's not allowed to get tamei. I think those are the five halachas. So let's say a person says hareini nazir min He says I'm a nazir from grape seeds. That's it. So he says he references one of the restrictions, but he doesn't say all of them. Or min hazavim, or he says I'm a nazir from grape skins. Min ataglachas, or he says I'm a nazir from hair cutting. Min I'm a nazir from tumma. Harez and nazir, all of these are forms of naziris. Vechol didu naziris alav, meaning according to the Mishnah, you don't actually have to reference all of the restrictions. As long as you mention one, that's enough. So the Gemara explains, Masni sons like Rav Shimon. Our Mishnah is not following Rav Shimon. The Tanya, as the Brayzer says, Rav Shimon Oimer, Rav Shimon says, you are not a Nazir unless you accept all of the laws of Naziris. So saying, I'm not going to drink wine is not enough. You have to say, I'm not going to drink wine. I'm not going to go to get a haircut. You have to mention all of them. Rabban and Ami, the Rabban disagree, and they're the author, author of his, uh, authors of our Mishnah. I feel like Nazir, have a Nazir. The Rabbanon say, even if you restrict yourself from one, that's enough. Now, my time is the Rav Shimon. What's the reason of Rav Shimon? The Gemara says, Amar The Pasuk says that anything made of the grapevine is Aser. That's the general prohibition. And then it says, from the seeds to the skin. The fact that the Pasuk says from the seeds to the skin means that you want to be a Nazir, you have to Aser everything from seed to skin. All of it. For Rabbanon, the Rabbanon who say that if you accept one law of Naziris that's valid, my time, what's their source? The Pasuk says that a Nazir is from new wine and aged wine, meaning even if you just accept new wine, that's a Nazir. You don't have to accept everything. For Rav Shimon Nami, according to Rav Shimon, who says you have to accept all the laws of Naziris to be a Nazir, Rav Shimon, what does he do with that Pasuk that implies that you're only Usr from new wine or aged wine? The answer is, that Pasuk is not telling you that if you accept one halacha, you're a Nazir. Rather, that pasuk is asering is telling you that a nazir not only is an a nazir not allowed to drink optional wine, he's also not allowed to drink mitzvah wine. That a nazir is not allowed to drink kiddush and havdal. So this pasuk is not referencing what a nazir is mikabel. It's saying that a nazir is a nazir, and once he's a nazir, he's not allowed to drink even uh, havdalah wine as well. So the gemara says, "Mayhi, what's considered mitzvah wine? Kiddush and havdalah." So the gemara says, "We'll do." The first line of Daftalat, Hari Now, there's two different ways to understand this Gemara. I'm going to go with the the according to Rishim, the pasuk is saying that a nazir is not let a drink um, kiddush and avdalas. The Gemara says Hari Now, the simple explanation of reading this is that how could it be that a nazir is not let to drink wine when you're obligated to drink wine from the Torah, and that obligation precedes the naziris? Meaning, how could a nazir's uh, um, right now we're saying that a Nazi is not allowed to drink the Pasuk is telling you a Nazi is not allowed to drink Havdalah and Yayin, Kiddush of Havdalah Kiddush and Havdalah, but wait a minute Kiddush and Havdalah is a, is a, is a mitzvah and it, it precedes the Naziris, so the Naziris should not win the, the Torah should outweigh the Naziris now the problem as Taisus points out the problem with that shot in the Gemara is that first of all, um, we do find that Dharam can take effect on mitzvahs, but also Maybe you tell me again. The pasuk said the pasuk is teaching you something. It says the Gemara, the pasuk according to Rishim, the pasuk is teaching you that a nazir is not allowed to drink kiddush and havdalah. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, kiddush and havdalah is from the Torah. So Tosis says that's exactly the point of that. It's the kiddush. You might think that because it's a mitzvah you should drink. Kamashmol and no. So are you telling me like how could the how could uh, the the Torah is telling you a nazir shouldn't drink kiddush and havdalah? You're gonna say, but it's a mitzvah. That's exactly the point. Although it's a mitzvah, you're not allowed to drink it. So the Gemara says. So the Taisus adds a line. So Taisus has a different girsa. That the Gemara is saying, is it really a mitzvah? Meaning, 
Kiddush and Havdalah, you're telling me that there's a Pasuk specifically telling me that a Nazir is not allowed to drink Kiddush and Havdalah wine, which implies that Kiddush and Havdalah wine is biblical. Because if it wasn't biblical, why is the Pasuk referencing it? The thing is, the obligation to drink wine for Kiddush and Havdalah is only rabbinic. So, is it from the Torah? Meaning, the Pasuk is telling me, you're saying the Pasuk is telling me a Nazir is not allowed to drink Kiddush and Havdalah wine. Like it's a thing. The problem is, Kiddush and Avdala wine is not a biblical concept. So how, why would the Torah have to tell you he's not allowed to drink it? It's not biblical. So it must be, that's the problem. So the problem is, how could you tell me that the Pasuk is Asari, Kiddush and Havdalah, which implies that it's a biblical concept. They're not biblical. They're only rabbinic. The Pasuk doesn't have to tell you that, that, uh, that although it's a rabbinic mitzvah, you shouldn't drink. Of course not. The Torah doesn't address rabbinic mitzvahs. So that's the problem. But we'll pick it up tomorrow. We'll, I'll reiterate this last point.